Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. Today's episode is structured based off of a personal challenge that I've recently given myself to live artfully. And I shared about it in an Instagram post and mentioned I would be creating this podcast episode, but I got quite a few people responding, messaging me, asking, okay, but what does that actually mean? Are you structuring time into your day to paint? Are you writing poetry more frequently? Like, what does that actually mean? And the first thing that I want to clarify is that art is not restricted to form. Art is not restricted to form. Okay, so it's not just the traditional things that we think of as art because it's what we learned in art class. Painting, taking photos, sketching with charcoal. Those things absolutely can be art, but those things can also not be art. In the same way that walking down the street can be walking down the street, or it can be artful in and of itself. And I think we've all experienced the difference there. In fact, I distinctly remember in one of my honors seminar classes in college, a professor asking us, what makes something good art? And how can we tell? And what we essentially arrived at is that there's not really a checklist. There's no set rubric saying this is artful, this is not. There might be some pretty common things that we could add on to a checklist, but typically good art surprises us in some way. Typically good art is a little different, right? It's not necessarily something that every single thing has in common. The one thing that we did determine is that it makes you feel something. It makes you pause and it makes you feel something. And it's that pause and that feel that come through when I talk about living artfully, infusing everything with artistic elements. So for example, if I am walking down the street, walking artfully doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to start pirouetting or doing something that somebody else could look at and say, hey, that is artful. Rather, it's the felt experience becomes artful. How am I paying attention? How am I pausing? How am I letting whatever feeling exists be felt in that moment? Right? It's kind of like you can you can pause and feel, and that leads to art, or you can have art that makes you pause and feel. It's kind of like a chicken and the egg thing in some moments. But what I've noticed for myself is that if I decide to be present, to be artful in my walk, I automatically slow down. I get off of my autopilot walk setting, which happens to be quite quick. And I find myself paying attention to how the weight shifts from the heel of my foot along the outer edge and up through the ball of my foot into my toes. And that keeps happening again and again and again. And I keep noticing it again and again and again. And all of a sudden, I maybe notice my shoulders have softened from my ears. Maybe instead of thinking of where I'm headed, 
I think of where I am. I look around me. I notice what things do I see? What things do I smell? What things do I hear? It is presencing in many ways to think of how do I do this artfully. Now, there are some things that can be a lot more artful. Okay, a walk is kind of limited in some ways, at least for me, in regards to how artful it can truly be. But nonetheless, an artful moment. Some other things, such as, for example, taking photos, can be a lot more artful. And you might think, well, that seems really obvious, but I want to tell you a little bit of a story. When I was young, I took photos all the time. Every trip we went on, my family, with my family, my mother would buy me one of those disposable cameras, and I knew that I needed to make my 26 pictures count, and I would very carefully choose what to photograph and what to not. I would ration out my pictures for the days, and I would take photos of things that I really wanted to remember. And then when I aged a little bit and I started using a digital camera, I started thinking, okay, I don't need to necessarily ration photos, but how do I make these photos meaningful? And so I started changing my perspective or wandering around on my grandparents' farm and looking for things that would look cool in a photo, that conveyed some sort of story or some sort of feeling. And I noticed how I could stand up and take a photo of a cow and it would just be a photo of a cow, but I could squat down and use the fence rails as some framing and take a photo of the cow through that, and all of a sudden it was something a little bit different. And I, somewhere along the way, I lost that a little bit. I think in the widespread use of social media, there felt like some sort of pressure to just like post, just put something out there. And in a way, it's because social media counts as marketing, right? And if I'm trying to you know, let my name be known in regards to the fact that I offer online yoga classes and whatnot, then I need to have some sort of presence. But also, I started to look at my Instagram feed and notice, you know, none of these photos are really things that I would like print out and put in a scrapbook. And so how do I maybe change that? How do I challenge myself to, instead of taking photos because it feels like an item on a to-do list, to take photos that feel a little more artful or that feel more fun or that convey more meaning? How do I wait to make a post until I feel like I have something I really want to say, not just posting because of this felt need to post, felt need to stay relevant to other people? Okay, and so in that way, even things that seem commonly artful, things like taking pictures and writing, they can easily become not artful. They can lose that creativity. And so those also present ways to become artful. This morning as I was brushing my teeth, I thought, how do I do this artfully? Instead of, you know, going on autopilot thinking through what my to-do list is for the morning, maybe I stay fully aware of where the brush is on my teeth and I notice the pressure I'm exerting and how the toothbrush is moving, and I try to make it uniform throughout my entire mouth. Right? That might seem silly and mundane, 
but I remembered the exact experience of brushing my teeth this morning, and I don't remember the last time that that was the case. All right, so it's interesting that in my experience of this challenge, I'm noticing the more that I try to do things artfully, the more memorable these things become, and the more fun it feels in process. How do I push myself along my longboard in a way that is artful as compared to just pushing? How do I get dressed in a way that's artful instead of just getting dressed, right? And I think there's, there's so much room for interpretation. Like art in and of itself is quite subjective, which allows us the opportunity to make it whatever we want. But to be there on purpose, to be there with intention and attention, that allows the art to seep through. So I want to share one of my favorite Kurt Vonnegut quotes about art. He says, the arts are not a way to make a living. They're a very human way of making life more bearable. Practicing an art, no matter how well or how badly, is a way to make your soul grow for heaven's sake. Sing in the shower, dance to the radio, tell stories, write a poem to a friend, even a lousy poem. Do it as well as you possibly can. You will get an enormous reward. You will have created something. The arts are not a way of making a living. They're a very human way of making life more bearable. At the end, you will have an enormous reward of having created something. So if you are interested in partaking in this challenge with me, the invitation is to infuse everything you do with a little bit of creativity, a little bit of presence. Allow yourself to make everything you do a little more bearable. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found something of use in this episode. As always, feel free to reach out with questions or conversation. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brooke underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookedavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.